Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Well, it's true. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds, and it forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you, you uh, and your listener friends, wherever you might want to send and share this interview. You're going to want to send it to a lot of friends. You're going to want to share it with a lot of folks because I've got another great guest today. You know, I bring the best and the brightest from around the globe to be my guest. And so I'm grateful for you, you making this the number one show in America. You making this the number one podcast for self-help wealth building in America and around the globe now. We are grateful all the people who share it and you have made it a successful uh, platform and I, not me, you. And I want to thank you. Then I want to thank uh, I want to thank God for this opportunity. You know, I take a moment first to give you that minute, that one minute message from Dr. Benjamin Elijah Mays, who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor. And that's called God's Minute. And then I take a minute, a moment to give God some glory, to thank him for life and strength and health. I want to give God glory for making all the things possible that have been made happening in my life. And I am most grateful for waking up this morning. I'm most grateful for life and strength and health. I'm most grateful for family and friends, the things that money can't buy. I was telling my wife the other day with, you know, things happening around the house, the dishwasher was having a little issue and we had just got a new wash machine. And I said, this one thing happened. And I said, but you know what? As long as you got life and strength, you are ahead of the game. And if money can fix it, it's not really a problem. The things that money cannot fix are the problems. Health issues that money can't fix. Family issues that money can't fix. Those are problems. If money can fix it, it's not a problem. And I, a man told me that one time and I've never forgotten. So I'm grateful for God giving me life and strength and health and friends and family 
and the things that money cannot buy. Well, I want to also thank and take, so I give God glory. And then I want to thank, thank uh, my sponsor. We want to take a minute and to thank our sponsor, Truist Financial. See, two great banks came together to create an even greater bank, Truist, T-R-U-I-S-T. I love that name. They have a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. And with the combined resources of these two great banks, their collective passion and continuous pursuit of innovation and excellence, Truist is opening the door to a better financial experience to help people and businesses do more be more, and to help them achieve more. See what the future of finance is shaping to shaping up to be at truest.com. That's truest, T-R-U-I-S-T.com, Truest Bank, member F-D-I-C. Now, I also want to let you know about my guest. Now, I got, a, <laughs> I got an achiever here today. You know, you know some people have occupations that are more demanding than others. Now, can you imagine the amount of time it would take to become a world-class airline pilot, first in the United States Air Force, but then becoming a pilot with Delta Airlines? Okay, by itself, what that would take. Then what it would take by itself to become a qualified lawyer. Hmm. Now, consider doing both things simultaneously while building an award-winning entrepreneurial business, then overseeing a state agency for the governor and doing it all together, going on to serve presidents and serve governors, going on to serve on nonprofit boards and serving as the president and CEO of the Association of Graduates of United States Air Force Academy, which represents over 50,000 graduates. A magazine wrote once of my guests, he seems to make attaining the American dream look easy. He makes the impossible seem possible and makes it seem like something that can be done without effort. Yet he did have effort and he did have a tremendous uh, impact on so many lives. He has been featured in the Wall Street Journal. Black Enterprise Magazine, NBC, CBS, PBS, uh, just to mention a few. And I'm grateful to have him here on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways radio show and podcast. He's the author of a popular new book called The Flight to Excellence. He's my friend and my brother, my, the one and only Captain William T. Thompson. Captain T, what's up, my man? Dr. Jolly, what a pleasure to see you. Because we are uh, Zooming, and uh, just a pleasure to be a part of this show today, my well, friend. Well, you wanted the first of the new platform that we're doing. We're doing radio, we're doing podcasts, and now we've got a new platform we're creating with uh, video as well, so that we want to cover it every which way. Now, people on radio will, will not obviously have video, people on podcasts, but we'll soon have a premiere uh, ch uh, channel where we also have this interview and ex exceptions and, and all of these added things on video. But I gave him the thumbnail sketch from where you are, who you are. I know you're from South Carolina. Where did you come from? And where did this guy with all this ambition, because this, this is about ambition and not letting uh, your thinking be limited by your uh, position in life. Where did this come from? And where did you come from? Tell us a little bit about what the rest of that story. Well, I grew up in a small southern town, Orangeburg, South Carolina. 
Ironsburg, South, South Carolina State, I believe. South Carolina State and Claflin University. And Claflin, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And back in the days when segregation was still the law of the land. Mm. You know, oh, wow. It, it was at a time and in a place where opportunities for a young black kid like myself were few. Mm. But I had great parents. They were both school teachers. They lifted themselves up through education. They were 16 and 19 when they got married. Wow. Uh, I came along about a, a year or so later, and uh, they I, I saw them um, use South Carolina State. They're both mm. alumni. Mm -hmm. as that vehicle to take themselves to the next level. They both uh, taught so they, school. They, they put themselves masters. through school while they were still, they were parents when the time they went to college. Oh yeah. In fact, mm. my dad got drafted in the Korean War. And so even though he was three years older than my mom, uh, he went off to Korea for two years. He came back, went to school on the GI Bill. My mom graduated a year ahead of him. <laughs> wow, wow. So they yeah. were, they were uh, uh, young parents, went on to have, or young married, went on to have uh, you then go through school with this child. So they were already achievers against the odds already. Absolutely. And, and then he went on to serve in the United States Air, I mean, Army. And then they graduated and went on to become teachers, educators. Yes. Well, Absolutely. And, and that way you got this, uh, this push for excellence, this push for, you know, go, go beyond the comfortable to do what's necessary kind of mindset. And, and and how did you grow up? And you were when, when we talked offline, many people don't know about the um, massacre that happened in South Carolina State, I believe it was. It was. Pre-Kent State. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you told me you were there. I was there. In fact, um, uh, my, my, my family uh, was very active in the civil rights movement. And because of the two HBCUs, black colleges in Orangeburg, it was an activist little town. Uh -huh. I got arrested the first time demonstrating when I was 12. Wow. I got arrested again uh, at age 14 and spent the night in jail uh, demonstrating because of um, uh, uh, voter suppression, as a matter of fact. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and well, we, we see uh, and here it again. we are back again. Yeah, right. But, right. Uh, and then I was uh, I joined 12 other African-American kids who were at Orangeburg High integrating. So we were in the first kind of few classes to integrate what had been all white Orangeburg High School back. in. Wow. The day. Wow. Well, you went on to uh, be the first um, person from South Carolina who was. Uh, admitted or uh, gain entry to uh, U.S. Air Force Academy in Colorado. Am I right? First African American from the state. That's correct. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. And yeah. so you 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 went through the Air Force Academy, and then after you graduated, you became a recruiter. Is that correct? I stayed for a year on the staff. I played football out there. Plus, we had just. Uh, created a minority affairs division at the academy to recruit more African-American, actually uh, minority kids. Okay, minority, not just African-American. Yeah, not just African-American. In fact, uh, my roommate was Mark Chun, classmate of mine. He was an Asian guy from Hawaii. And wow. So, and then, and then the, de the, the, the guy that ran the office was an African-American major, but his deputy was a Hispanic uh, captain. So we Fantastic. had all the, the big races covered, so to speak. Wow. So then you went on from there. Now, this is where the story gets interesting. After you leave uh, the U.S. Air Force Academy, 
you go on to do a lot of things. <laughs> you do a lot of stuff that most folks would not have done. You Did you go to Delta there after there? or No, did- well, I uh, spent a year recruiting as a young officer. Then I went to pilot training. Okay. In Valdosta, Georgia. Uh, that's a year program. And I was one of two out of our class of 48 that was selected to go immediately to instructor pilot school to come back and teach. Okay. Uh, and so uh, I became an instructor pilot in the Air Force, got stationed out in California. Mm. I did that for five years. And the last three of which I started going to law school at night at the uh, um, University of the Pacific McGeorge School of Law, which was based there in Sacramento. So you were teaching flight training during the day and you were going to law school at night. Right. Wow. Because I had made the decision that I was going to probably get out of the Air Force, try to get an airline job, but I wanted to have a fallback position if that didn't work out for some reason, either the economy or if I had a health problem or something of that sort, wanted to have options. So you got your law degree. Got my law degree. And then got out out of the Air Force, got hired uh by Delta and uh, had a year left of law school. And so I uh, picked Boston as a, a pilot base, which Delta had a pilot base up there. And I finished my last year of law school, uh, first year flying with Delta. Wow. Wow. And then, so you got a law degree, then you start being a, a, a pilot and you had some, it's a certain type of pilot you are, but not with Delta. It was something or a certain word that they use. Was it a check pilot? Or yeah. Uh, after being with Delta for a while, uh-huh. uh, I was appointed as what's called a check pilot, which is the pilot that trains and evaluates the other pilots. Okay. See, we didn't know. I didn't know what a check pilot was. I just knew it was a big deal. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so you, you, you're a law, you got a law degree, you become a pilot, you do that. You do ex- exceptionally well, obviously. And you are, you almost like uh, in the, in the Bible, there's a story about Joseph and how Joseph, would get in one place. And even though it might not have been the way that many people would have got there, he always had a spirit of excellence. He always rose to the top. You know, the, uh, the, there's a there's a lesson here I'm trying to get to people that if you have a spirit of excellence, if you have a mindset of excellence, you will keep finding a way to rise to the top in every position, every place you go. And that's what he's done. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about how he became a millionaire and what he be, did in the process of building businesses along the way. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show with my special guest, Captain William T. Thompson, Esquire. We'll be right back. And for sure, your best is yet to come. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And... 
That recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show with my special guest, Captain William T. Thompson, Esquire. Now, let me tell you, for those who might just be jumping in uh, a little more about him, you heard that he has uh, he received his Juris Doctor uh, with law degree, and then he practiced as a tax and finance attorney while he was still flying. Uh, and, and he became an all award-winning uh, winning entrepreneur as well. He founded the Summit Group companies, which own fast food franchises, include Subway Sandwich Shops, Dunkin' Donuts, and TCBY Yogurt Shops, an, ener- an engineering service firm, a systems integration company, and a real estate development firm. And so he does all of this While he is uh, finishing law school, he has gone on to become a pilot with Delta Airlines. He flew for 25 years with Delta, retiring as an international check captain, uh, training and evaluating Delta's pilots. And I want to know how you did this. My brother, come on, tell a brother how you did all of this and what was the mindset. So you go on to become a check pilot, but how did you get into the entrepreneurial world? What was that? How, what, what, what led there? How did they, how did you get there? And how did you get into franchises? Okay. So, so I decided to go to law school uh, because uh, having been accepted to business school, uh, I would have had to go three years. See, my, okay. my first choice was to get an MBA. Okay. But my undergraduate degree at the academy was kind of like a dual degree. It was engineering and history. Okay. And because I had not taken the economics and statistic classes required for an MBA, they said, we'll accept you to the program, but you're going to have to, you know, take a year to take these undergraduate courses to get you ready. Okay. And I thought, well, man, if I got to go to school for three years, I may as well go to law school. Got it. And when I went to law school, I focused on those business areas, tax, finance, business. Uh, and, and so my 
my plan was not necessarily to practice law, but to educate myself as much as I could in the business arena. And I had read an article in Fortune magazine at the time that showed that uh, about a third of Fortune 500 CEOs had a law degree. Wow. So that was kind of the impetus for going that track and getting a doctorate instead of just a master's. Got it. And so um, I did, after finishing uh, law school, I practiced for a couple of years just to be able to to practice, to know what it was like to practice law. Right. I was looking for entrepreneurial opportunities. And, um, you know, I set up a tax and financial planning business. Uh, My partner was uh, a a former hospital administrator, so he knew a lot of doctors. Of course, I knew a lot of airline pilots, and we were doing tax and financial advice for high net worth individuals, and most of our clients were airline pilots and doctors. Wow. That's how uh, I kind of got started. All right. And on the real estate side, I had a client who was a doctor um, who came to me to implement some advice that I had given him he and his partners were going to buy a shopping center. And they asked me to, to represent them and negotiate the deal. Uh, I did that. Took a little piece on the back end instead of charging the money up front to do the mm, work. And if I negotiated the deal, I saw it was going to be a good deal. And I asked if they would mind if I joined them in the deal. Mm. And said, yeah, you know, buy what you can afford. And so the four of us uh, closed this deal. I tell you, Willie, I had to go out and maximize at the time uh, five different credit cards, cash <laughs> advance to get the money because I was still you know, new, just out of law school, new with Delta as a young pilot, wasn't making much money at the time. But I figured my Delta salary, I could handle the minimum payment on those five cards without a problem. Right. Okay, right. Uh, and I threw that money in the deal. And of course, as I said, I had negotiated the deal. So I had some in, inside insight right. and knew it would be over time a good deal. And it, and it uh, became a good deal. And, uh, you know, that was my entree from that point on into real estate development and, and, and owning properties and selling properties and converting properties from, con- uh, from apartments to condominiums and that sort of thing. And as time went on and, and uh, we had some successes, I started expanding into other areas, fast food, bought a little engineering company, et cetera. You know, this is, a, this is a, a, an example, folks, that I wanted you, why well, I wanted him on, because, you know, this is the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show, the ways to wealth. There are a number of ways to wealth. You know, there are a number of ways to wealth. But what you've heard over the years, you've heard me talk to Michael V. Roberts, and he talked about building a billion-dollar net worth. We've heard me talk to um, so many wealthy people. Bob Johnson, first black billionaire. You've talked to me with Sheila Johnson, uh, the first woman who uh, owned three sports uh, franchises. They always talked about ownership. And that's what we've learned from the wealth versus being rich, is that wealth is about ownership. You're owning something. Now, you could own stocks. You could own, like, uh, Warren Buffett. You could own uh, businesses. You can, you can, But you own something that spins off revenues. And that's where wealth separates from rich. And that's what he has said to you today. He took, an, he took a chance. He, he, he maxed out his, his credit card. He, he took loans uh, from family members, some people do. Uh, but they own something. And that's what we want to help more people get a mindset that you're not just making money. 
You, you're making the money, make money. And that's what we want you to get to. Well, he did that. He built um, millions of dollars of revenues over these years. And he has been able to not only have a retirement from the Air Force and from the uh, Delta, but now he's got a revenue source and a stream. He has a new book called The Flight to Excellence. Now, that's the one getting back to, again, where I started about that Joseph story at the end of the last segment, how Joseph had a mindset of excellence. And everywhere he went, whether it was in Potiphar's house, went to, to the second in charge, whether it was with the Pharaoh, went to second in charge. And what uh, Captain William T. Thompson has taught us is that if you make a mindset of excellence, and that's what the book is called, The Flight to Excellence, and there, there are some principles. He has a, what he has a, a, a formula for his, it's called the P4 system, the P4 system for success that has taken him from small town in Orangeburg, South Carolina, to becoming a uh, success story in numerous places, as well as having a platform where he is still in demand and uh, boards on uh, excellence programs. So let's talk about these four P's, uh, Cap Thompson. Absolutely. Tell me your system. What is your system? So the P4 system was named because the four components all begin with the letter P. And I know I get criticized for not being imaginative, but but you know what? There's something uh, to be said for simplicity at times. That's right. (laughs) So the four P's in the P4 system are, number one, most importantly, principles. You got to have the right principles or nothing else matters. And your principles have to be aligned. And we can talk about that later if you want. Mm -hmm. Second P is people. You want to surround yourselves with good people and the right people. Mm. If you're the boss, you want to be good to the people you lead. Mm. Third P is a plan. I call it a flight plan because I've never taken off without knowing exactly where I was going to land. Mm. And I've always been able to chart a course that takes me to that final destination. Mm-hmm. And the fourth P is performance. You got to have a bias for action. You got to be motivated to do. You got to be able to perform. And those are the four P's in the P4 system. Wow. And all of those make a difference. And that obviously, where did you get that? Now, that's a, that's, did your parents instill that in you about excellence? Did your parents, because you talk about excellence in all of these P's. Where did you get that mindset? I got that mindset from my parents, both of them, but particularly my mom. Mm. And and I can remember uh, as a kid, seven years old, uh, one of my chores was washing the dishes. And it was a Saturday morning. We'd had a late breakfast and and I'm in the kitchen busy doing my chores. But my buddies are waiting for me outside because we had this Saturday morning ritual where we'd go over to the the high school and play pickup football against another group of neighborhood kids. and, and so I'm rushing to get through these dishes. My mom walks by. She picks up a fork that I had just washed and it still had a little grit stuck on it. Uh-huh. And she said in that nice motherly voice, sweetheart, this fork is still dirty. You didn't do a very good job. I said, give it to me, mama. I'll wash it again. She said, yes, you will, sweetheart. And all these other dishes that you've already washed. <laughs> I'm halfway through these dishes, right? Right. <laughs> and I got people to see and places to go. So I protest, mama, no, please. She said, hey, honey. Do your best the first time, and you'll never do a job over again. Wow. And, wow. and, and having to wash all those dishes over again when I was almost finished, 
seared into my psyche, the importance of excellence. Defined very simply, Willie, is doing the very best you can each and every time. Most people won't do that, you see. Most people won't give you their best mm. uh, because that's that takes discipline. We, we know what we need to do a lot of times, but we just don't do it. You know, every, every person that's a little overweight in the country wants to lose weight. And right. they know what it takes. Just eat a little less and exercise a little more. But, you know, the weight loss is a multi, multi-billion dollar business because people just won't do what they know they should do. Mm. Man, this is uh, this is excellent advice on excellence, okay? Yes. Do your best each and every time and do it right the first time then you won't have to repeat it and do it again. Right. And so your mama gave you a valuable lesson that has, has paid rich dividends for you and wealth dividends, or even better than rich uh, dividends over the years and has helped you to create wealth, not just riches, but wealth for your family and your legacy. Because that's what we talk about, creating real generational wealth. Real generational wealth is wealth that doesn't end in, the, in your uh, children, but in their children's children's great-grandchildren, you can see the impact it will have. And that's what the Bible tells us. You know, folks, I teach that the Bible is not just a book of spiritual uh, salvation, but also if you will look at it, it's achievement and it's about wealth creation because the Bible says that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children's children. And so we're going to come right back with some principles that he talks about, about creating wealth that I, I know him from, and you're going to be empowered. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life or a setback is a setup for a comeback or turn setbacks into greenbacks or chicken soup for the soul or an attitude of excellence or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the art the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. 
And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show and podcast. And I am grateful that you are here. I want to encourage everybody who's listening to go to winwithwilly.com. Winwithwilly.com. Sign up for my newsletter. If you're not on my newsletter, you're missing one of the real treats that I am honored to do. I've learned that the more you give, the more you get. The more you put out, the more comes back to you. So I try and give more than I could possibly get. And I give it in ways that I hope will empower and encourage and bless people. And they say, what do you want from us? I said, just pass it on, pass it on to others. So we do a daily one minute message. I send out to people globally uh, via email and we get email every day, literally every day, Monday through Friday from people all over the globe said that message today was just what I needed. That message today helped me or that message today helped me make more money. That helped me to start a new business. So just go. It's one minute every day that I send it out because I believe that that if you start your day with the pure and the powerful and the positive, your improvement is exponential and it becomes something that will change your life. Winwithwilly.com. Then I want to take another moment again to thank my sponsor, Truist. Now, we are grateful for this friendship with Truist. Now, what they did was you had a bank that's here for better. And what they did was take two banks, BB&T and SunTrust, established well-known banks, and they merged them together to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities. Let me just give you an example of what that means. Truist has come up with something called the Truist Community Benefits Plan. They've earmarked $60 billion, that's billion with a B, to invest in affordable housing, nonprofit support, and small business growth over the next three years. So you can see that while Truist is committed to being a better banking experience for you, they're just as committed to giving back to the community and creating meaningful change for everyone, for all people who are really serious about achieving more. And so I hope you'll check them out at truest.com. Let me spell that for you. It's T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Truest Financial member, FDIC. Well, my guest today is my friend. He's a member of the National Speakers Association. And I believe you're on the board of directors. Am I right, uh, Captain T? I am. Yes, sir. All right. You're on the board of directors of the National Speakers Association, which five folks is a big deal. I I, got to give a little bit of a pat on my back now, my brother. I was the first African-American elected to the board of directors for the National Speakers Association and was the first black president of the Washington chapter of the National Speakers Association. I'm now the chair uh, and the first African-American chair of the Hall of Fame Speakers Leadership Committee. But we've got some just some tremendous people who are on the board of directors now and Captain William T. Thompson is leading the charge, helping the organization through this challenging time, which has been a challenging time for everybody, every industry, every business, and everybody in America to stay safe, stay healthy, and to stay alive, as well as to keep going in your business. Well, Captain T., you have built a very successful entrepreneurial business in in addition to the other achievements that you've had. Let's talk about wealth building. Let's talk about creating. You you gave a a message at an NSA podcast that I heard. It was awesome. You talked about your philosophy and your principles for creating wealth and helping people, the average Joe, an average person 
to make that money work for them. Let's talk about some of the lessons you share with people about how they can create more wealth by being wise with their finances. Tell them some of the principles you you shared in that interview and some of the things you teach people about that. And you've taught your children because I love the way you said, here's something I teach my children about creating wealth. Talk about some of those. Happy to do that with it. But first, let me uh, thank you for your trailblazing leadership, my friend. We all stand on your shoulders at NSA. And uh, we have a true appreciation for what you have done in that organization. Well, thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. With with respect to uh, building wealth, this is the one most important thing that everybody should do is save money. Mm. See, it doesn't matter how much you make. What matters is how much you save and invest. We've all seen the stories or heard the stories about multimillionaire athletes or, or TV personalities that have signed mega million dollar contracts and sometime in, in, in the future after that have declared bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. So it's not about how much you make. It's how much you keep. Save and invest and build wealth. And I tell the story about this little Jewish lady uh, who lived in New York City. Her name was Ann Scheiber. You can Google her. You can find out that this is a true story. She worked for the IRS as a a tax auditor. Um, She was a a bright lady and and worked hard, but she never got promoted because uh, in those days, uh, she was in what was considered to be a man's job Mm. because of sexism and uh, anti-Semitism. Semitism, you know, she she never got promoted, Hmm. never made more than $4,000 a year. Wow. She learned about the principles of money and wealth by by auditing rich people's tax returns. Hmm. And she she, uh, had a a principle, if you would, of um, frugality and saving and investing. She lived in yeah. a one-bedroom apartment in New York City till the day she died. I'm sure rent control has something to do with it. But when she died in 1995, this lady never made more than $4,000 a year. She had a portfolio of $22 million. Wow. Which in today's money would be $38 million. Wow. So it didn't come from what she made. Mm. She was only making $4,000 a year. It came from saving and investing over time. Yes. And, and and so that's the key to building wealth. Saving and investing. Saving, Saving and, investing. and investing. Do you you know, let's talk about that. I've 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 had a formula for years, but I want I, you you might have a separate a different formula, but my my son when he was young, I taught him this formula that I I had learned and it's from every dollar I take a a, a dime and I tithe it right off the top. Right. Second dime, I save it. Third dime, I invested. And I learned years ago to live on 70% of my income. And of that 70%, I would split it in half, put 25% in a savings account somewhere just for a rainy day fund. Yeah. So that if you have a flat tire or you have a, a wash machine that needs to be replaced, you don't have a crisis. So, right. and then I learned to live my bills on 35% of uh, half of 70%. And I taught my son that. And I remember one day he called me and said, Dad, uh, he's a lawyer. He was in, in L.A. He said, Dad, I needed to pay my legal registration to keep my um, my whatever your legal 
bar dues. Dues, right. right. Uh, and he said, and it was a big bill that came. Uh, and I said, what am I doing? He said, oh, dad taught me to save 10%. And I stood doing it so much and so long. And I did it unconsciously. Let me see what I got. He had more than enough to pay the bill. And he said, wow, it really does work. So, so that said, what is your philosophy to tell people, okay, you got to have a, you got to have a system. What's your system? Yeah, my system was particularly when I was uh, more active as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, I would take uh, my profits from a business venture mm-hmm. and I would reinvest half of it back into either the same venture or a different venture, but business. Now, business. business is risky, you know, yep. up and yep. down. Some are successful, some are not. Uh, and so that was money at risk that could make more money for me, but I might lose some too. And on occasion, I did. Yeah. So it's not all perfect. But the other 50%, I would take and I would invest and or save uh, 25% of it. Mm. And then the other 25%, I would upgrade my standard of living with no debt. Mm, so okay. if I needed a new car, I wanted to get a new car, I wanted to upgrade furniture. There was a time when I went from having posters on the wall to having art on the wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so we go through these transitions. But uh, in upgrading my standard of living, I did it debt free. I did it from the proceeds of uh, successful investments. Mm. So that was the strategy that I used. And it worked well for me. Because you know, the, the business is a, is cyclical up yes. and down. Mm. There were times when business was tough. Uh, and I had partners who declared bankruptcy. I had a partner, Willie, that had uh, a Ferrari and two Porsches. And when times got tough, the bank came and took them both. Wow. Wow. But I could always survive because I had no debt. Yes. Number one. And number two, I had those assets, investments, savings that have been making money for me over time as well. And on occasion, I'd, I'd have to tap into that a little bit, but I could survive the downturns in my business ventures. Right. And as time went on, I uh, diversified as well. Uh, as you had mentioned to your listeners that I had fast food, I had engineering, I had you know uh, systems integration, real estate. And I found that over time, there was always something that was going to do good, even when times were tough. Yeah. Times are tough. People still eating, right? That's right. That's They're right. They're still going to eat. They're going to eat. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so the fast food restaurants would be doing good, even though because they were on the lower end of the eating scale, right? Yeah. People may not go out to the to the very expensive restaurants, but they could pop through Subway and get a sandwich and <laughs> <laughs> still eat. And so... Uh, diversification was also something that that was key in my particular case. But the big thing is just putting that money aside and and keeping your debt as low as possible. There's good debt and there's bad debt. Mm. I've taught that to my kids. Tell tell us what the difference is. Well, well, I'll give you a great example. This is perfect. A perfect example. Um, My my younger daughter got into some credit card debt. Uh-huh. And, and we got together and we worked out a plan. And to her credit, she worked it down and she's got it down now to less than two thousand dollars. But I showed her how they were charging her 20 percent interest. Right. And and it was better for her to take money out of her savings account because she did have a savings account and pay that off because she was only earning less than half a percent in savings. Right. Right. Uh, now, I bought a new Tesla. 
okay. uh, uh, a while back, uh, about two years now. Um, and they, Tesla financed that car for me for six years at 0.9% interest. Mm-hmm. Now, when I walked in, I was ready to write a check. Mm. Okay. But at, at 0.9% interest, that's less than 1%. I could, I could keep that same money in the stock market working for me over that same period of time, six years. On average, on average, over time, the stock market will make between 10 and 11% a year. Right. Okay. And so rather than spend that $100,000 uh, writing a check, I just left it in the stock market over six years. On average, that 100000 is going to be almost 200000 Yep. Because uh, at 10% interest, your money doubles in seven years. That's right. Okay. It's so, called the magic and amazing in- thing called compound interest. We're compound gonna take interest, quick, right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. He's going to talk to you more about how to think like a millionaire and how he got there by thinking that way. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. You can call on me. Call me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone. You can call and call me. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech. And I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. 
and he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back, Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And my special guest, Captain William T. Thompson Esquire. You got a book called The Flight of the Flight to Excellence, Soaring to New Heights in Business and Life. Where can they buy this book, uh, Captain T? Yeah, you can you can get that book at Amazon.com. And if you buy it and you like it, give me a, a, a good rating as well. You can get it at Barnes and Noble in the bookstores on the shelves, and you can get it at barnesandnoble.com as well. So, wow, wow. And other places that uh, books are sold. So we got principles, we got people, we got a flight plan, and you got performance. And then that leads to a mindset for excellence. And then the mindset for excellence leads to income. And income, if you use it and you let that money work, like you working, you know, as I told somebody, when, when I get up and go to work, my money should get up and go to work and it should come back with more money, friends and cousins, <laughs> it should bring more money. Tell us about how you built your wealth and what, what you recommend people do. You talked about, you know, one is save and invest. What else do you recommend? Well, a, a big part of that is frugality as well. Mm. Uh, relative frugality, because we all have different levels of income uh, and uh, uh, things that we can afford to buy, and, and that's okay. Um, but we need to temper that, mm-hmm. temper that with being frugal. I have never, ever lived to, you know, close to my means. Yes. My my mother, as I told you before, I, I got the saving from my mother. They weren't big investors. They weren't, you know, knowledgeable enough to, to be in the stock market back in those days. Right. But my mom was a saver. Yep. And when they needed a new car, she'd write a check. Mm. Uh, when, when they uh, wanted to pay the mortgage off on the house, when they retired, my mom wrote a check. Mm. And then they went and traveled around the world three times. Wow on all the money that we saved them because both me and my younger sisters both got full scholarships. So they didn't have to spend that college money on us. <laughs> That's a blessing too. That's a great thing to be able to say Absolutely. To, to, to pursue excellence in academics so that you can go on and get some help when it's college time. And I'm pushing everybody to, to do all you can for your children. And if you read the book, the millionaire next door, uh, they talk about that the great millionaires might live in your neighborhood, but they've invested in their children. Frugality, live below your means. And as my friend Nito Corain says, be extravagantly frugal. And there by that mean, you want to you want to have nice things, but you want to get it at the best price, at the best deal, and the best the best version you can do without getting in debt. Absolutely. All I mean, right. Those are great words from Nito. A great man as well. 
Yes. So yeah. what else do you recommend? So, you know, in every interview of Captain T, I do I do this this piece that I say you got us. So uh, imagine that we were together here in D.C., came in for a speaking engagement. By the way, he speaks all over the world. For those who might want to have him speak uh, to their organization, where can they reach you to have you speak? Captain T, just the letter T, speaks.com. Captain, Captain T, T speaks. speaks. Com. He yeah. will wow your audience. He spoke for the National Speakers Associate on the main stage and wowed them. He wowed them. Just great content. So let's say we're going down. You, you're speaking in D.C. and we connect for lunch. And then we go over to Howard University and we in a class of business students uh, who want to be entrepreneurs, want to be entrepreneurs, want to be business people. Tell them some you got us. You got to do this. You want to be successful in business and life. You got to do this. Give me some you got us. I'm going to give you a couple. First all of all, right. I've already said it. I'm going to repeat it because repetition is the mother of perfection. Save. Okay. Save. Save. Mm. More you make, more you save. Number mm. one. Number two, always do a little more than everybody else is doing. Mm. You know, make yourself visible by doing a little more. Doesn't take a whole lot, Willie. Mm. Uh, you know, if, if if your favorite college football team won every game, in a season, by one point, they'd be playing in the national championship game. Wow. Right? Because they'd be undefeated. I'll tell you a quick little story. My daughter got her first job. She's working for Hilton, and she was a part-timer. Uh, and they told her up front that uh, they had a busy season and a slow season. In slow season, they laid off the last people to be hired. Uh-huh. I told her the same thing I just told your audience. Do a little more. Come a little early, stay a little late, do a little more. Well, the, the general manager came down to, uh, to her, the front desk one day when she was working. She said, I, I just need to meet Sydney and see who Sydney is because you get such great reviews from the customers. And so she told me that little story. And then as time went on, it was time for the slow season to lay people off. They, lay, they laid off four other people, senior to Sydney, and they kept her working. Wow. Because she did a little more, made a name for herself in terms of providing the service uh, to her customers by doing a little more. Mm. And, and, and when the general manager had to look at, okay, who do I need to leave to let go? Well, I want to keep this lady because she's valuable to me, valuable to the company. Mm. And, and anybody can do that. You see, we could all do our best. Most people don't. We can all do a little more. Most people don't. And that's why excellence, I tell people, is a choice. It mm. becomes a personal choice mm. because you can choose to do your best. You can choose to do a little bit more. Mm. Man, that's, that is exactly what I want people to hear. Some of them know I, I have a book called An Attitude of Excellence uh, that talks about some of the principles. You've got to make a commitment to be excellent. Do a little more. Go the extra mile. Give a little more. Uh, if they pay you a dollar, give them $2 worth of work because you're creating a reputation or what we now call a brand. You're creating, your daughter created a brand where people are saying she is excellent. And so when it's time for somebody to stay hired, somebody got to go. She's not the one. Okay. Right. And that's what you have taught her because you did it. You did it at every level. Uh, you, you, you just told me offline that you've been the uh, chair for the uh, alumni uh, uh, at the, uh, uh, the graduate uh, program. And that's because you've just created this reputation now. Excellent. Isn't that the position? What, what is the position? 
President and CEO of the Alumni Association. Wow. Yeah. So you're doing that in, in, in addition to speaking, writing books, and running your businesses, investing. And that has been why you have been successful, created a legacy of wealth. That- Let me say this right quick, Willie. Sure. Because this is key as well. It doesn't take any special gifts or talents. Mm. You know, my daddy used to tell me, he said, success in life doesn't, doesn't require special gifts or talents. He says it requires a commitment to excellence. He said, William, mm. if you do your best, you're going to do better than most because most people aren't going to give you their best. Mm. And over time, I found that to be true. Wasn't born with any special gifts or talent. I'm usually not the smartest person in the room. I don't mind working hard. Sometimes I'm not, not even the hardest working person I know, but I'm going to give you my best. And in mm. most cases, that's more than what most people are going to get. Man, that that says it all right there. That really is a brilliant, brilliant piece of advice from your parents. You were blessed with good parents, man. You were really blessed with good I parents. Was. And so so now, uh, 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 closing thought, we got uh, any other you got us or anything else you want to say as we got about a minute and a half left in the and in, in the show, uh, tell us anything else you want to share with with young young people, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, people who want to create wealth. Well, what I want to say is I want to thank you for having me on the show. Number one, my pleasure. I want to I want to uh, push my book again because yep. a lot of what I'm talking about and examples are in the book laid mm. out in that P4 system that we talked about earlier in the interview. Say the book and one more time for folks the to hear. Flight to excellence. Soaring to new heights in business and life. Excellent. And they can get it at Amazon, Barnes Amazon.com, Barnes and Nobles, wherever good books are sold. And if they want you to speak, where do they call you? CaptainTSpeaks.com. All right, CaptainTSpeaks.com. And he will he will wow your audience. I've seen him. This guy got it. Okay. He got it. But he doesn't just give you the the, the 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 fancy phrases he tells you life changing principles and I tell people principles are bedrock and yes. so he tells you the things you need to know not just what you want to know as a pilot there's a thing called lift and drag and yeah lift is what what gets that airplane up flying but there's always a drag on the airplane the friction going through the air right yes so you you have to have enough thrust to overcome that drag. And, and that is that that motivation. Yes. That, that are the things that uh, we talk about in those principles, because we all got to deal with hardships in life. That's we right. all got to overcome stuff. Yes. You know? uh, and, and so but you can't let the turbulence of life keep you from achieving excellence in your life. Man, what a way to end it. <laughs> That's how we end it. Uh, Captain William T. Thompson, Esquire. Man, it's a joy to have you on the show. You have just been phenomenal, phenomenal. And folks, I want y'all to, to follow up with him. And then I want y'all as also to follow up my friends at Truist. I got to give them a shout out because they have made this possible. They, they, they have made this show a, a part of my retinue of opportunities to give to people that they are doing this. I want you to go to truest.com. They're changing the face and the future of finances. They're doing innovative, incredible new things about 
about helping you grow your business and grow your wealth, not just your income, but your wealth. And so go to truest.com, truest.com, Truest Bank, member FDIC. I want you to go to winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com. Sign up for my newsletter. Go to my, I got every site of mine. I got many sites on that winwithwilly. Got my uh, business site, willyjolly.com. Got my personal site. I've got my marriage site, jollymarriage.com. We've got our faith-based site, jollygoodnews.org. we got our youth site, WJ Youth Power. We've got our excellence site, attitudeofexcellence.com. we got all of them. You can just pick and choose and bing and bang and get free stuff. We can get my books and my products. You can get some free stuff as well as you can invest in yourself. All there at winwithwilly.com. And then join us every Monday night, nine o'clock. Eastern time uh, for the Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, the broadcast show on jollymarriage.com. Hey, this is Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best <laughs> is yet to come. Have a great week on purpose. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire, or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.